is Jeff Power, senior writer for Real Time Fantasy Sports, and welcome to another edition of the Real Time Fantasy Sports Podcast. On today's podcast, we're going to do a draft guide edition of the podcast, helping you get ready for all of your best ball leagues. These best ball leagues are highly popular right now, and we wanted to do a podcast dedicated to drafting in best ball formats. And I'm going to have Howard Bender on from Fantasy Alarm to help you get ready for all of these best ball leagues. And if you want to sign up for a best ball league today, go to rtsports.com, click on the football link at the top of the page, and sign up for a best ball draft masters league on rtsports.com. There's all sorts of different formats, all different price points for these draft master leagues. So get in one today, go to rtsports.com, and click on the draft masters link to sign up for a league today. And now here's my interview with Howard Bender of Fantasy Alarm. I'm joined now by Howard Bender from Fantasy Alarm. I, I consider Howard like the James Brown of the fantasy industry, hardest working man in fantasy. He's got all sorts of stuff going on. You can hear him on the Fantasy Alarm show Monday through Friday from 4 to 6 Eastern time on Sirius XM Radio. He's also on Sunday nights from 7 to 10 Eastern time on Fantasy Sports Tonight. And you can also see him on live streams on Facebook where he'll answer questions for you on the Fantasy Alarm page. And he has all sorts of content going on at FantasyAlarm.com. Howard, thanks so much for being on with me once again. Well, thanks for having me, Jeff. I, I think if, uh, if I'm getting that James Brown reference, I'm going to tell you, I feel good about being here right now with you. Good deal, good deal, good to hear that. Also, I forgot to mention, on Twitter, you can follow Howard at RotoBuzzGuy. That's his Twitter handle, and he's a good follow on there as well. So, Howard, can you tell me a little bit, before we get into uh, what I want to talk about on the podcast today, can you tell me a little bit about what's going on over at Fantasy Alarm right now? I know you guys are always producing a lot of content. You're gearing up for the fantasy football season right now. We've got, uh, there's a ton of stuff going on over there right now, Jeff. Um, for starters, the NFL draft guide, uh, we do a living draft guide where we churn out content on a, on, on a fairly, on a daily basis. Like now that we're past the 4th of July and, uh, we're really getting neck deep into the fantasy football season, um, you know, we have basically an article or a video or some sort of a, a tool for you to use that we reveal each day, and the, the trick behind that and the reason behind that is because we know that the landscape for fantasy football changes rapidly, and once these guys get into training camp, things are going to change even more. So what we like to do now is we like to hit some of the strategy points early on so that once these players get into camp and we start seeing roles develop or roles change, um, then it's, much, it's, it's a much easier pivot for you with your strategy to understand that this player may not be a target anymore. This player might be a target who wasn't on your radar. So we've got all of that going on in the NFL draft guide. We've got full breakdowns of each round of the uh, the NFL draft and what the impact could be for here. Um, while we're also keeping pace with all things baseball, I mean, we are just it's it's nonstop here right now over at Fantasy Alarm. We absolutely are having a great time doing it. Live streams, podcasts, the radio show on Sirius XM. Uh, you get anything and everything you could possibly want uh, for baseball and football at this point. Great stuff, Howard. Yeah, I, I highly suggest people to go to FantasyAlarm.com to check check out all the stuff they're working on, really helping all your leagues this season. And 
Today with Howard, I wanted to talk with you about best ball leagues. I mean, five years ago, if I were to mention this, uh, we would have said, what, what are they talking about? I mean, best ball leagues, what is this? But, man, these are just crazy popular now. It's, a, it's the fastest-growing game on our site, and we wanted to talk about some strategy with you. So, first off, this is kind of probably kind of a dumb question because I probably know the answer to it already, but maybe get your views on it. Why do you think these leagues have gotten so popular? Well, you know, originally, I would have I would have said to you from this question um, that people are inherently lazy and everybody loves to draft, but nobody loves the in-season roster management, uh, waiver claims, keeping up to date on the news, making sure that you hit your your roster lock deadlines properly. Like that was where I was originally on it, but I got to be honest with you. I- <laughs> For me right now, as somebody who who prided himself for the last, what, six or seven years doing the mock draft army, I look at these best ball drafts right now, and I look at them um, as a phenomenal, phenomenal preseason tool to get you ready for your seasonal drafts. You know, one of the biggest complaints that everybody has about mock drafts is that people do, like, the first five or six rounds, and then they drop out. They just want to see, you know, okay, can I get these first three guys at this draft position? And then all of a sudden you're left with, uh, you know, computer players in there and, and it's all just default rankings for the site that you're mocking on or anything like that. With these best ball drafts, now granted the ADP and the strategies are a little bit different than they are in seasonal. However, when it comes to player scouting um, and actual drafting, I think these are great because there's a monetary incentive right now. Like, super easy, you know, for, for 20 bucks doing a draft master's uh, draft, you know that you're getting 20 solid rounds from 10 to 12 competitors who aren't going to leave the draft at all, who are going to make timely and sensible picks in those late rounds. And what that's going to do is that's going to open up that door of under-the-radar players and sleepers who you might not have had on your radar but now all of a sudden you're seeing who they are because you're competing against people who have this kind of incentive. It's like taking mock drafts to another level. Um, instead of charging you to do a mock draft that has uh, everybody in there, well, we're giving you the opportunity to win money based on your early knowledge. So I think that it's, you know, for 20 bucks to know that you're going to be able to get a, a, a rock-solid draft and then – Test your your early knowledge against other people's. I think it's fantastic, and I think that's really uh, what it's come to. Because I've actually I'm not doing the mock draft army right now. What I'm doing is I'm just doing a a whole series of best ball drafts and inviting the world to to join me. And you know what? Take my money. Come take my money. I'm okay <laughs> with that because it's still it's prepping you for your seasonal league. So that's why I think that they're really impop they're really popular now as opposed to the previous thoughts of, well, people are just lazy. I, I totally agree with that, Howard. It's just a great tool to get ready for your season coming up. So let's talk about some strategy now these best ball leagues. So heading into the draft, is there a certain position, I know in standard leagues, maybe a little different, but is there any position that you value more than other in a best ball format? Running back, running back, running back, running back. Yeah, <laughs> I love bulking up on the running backs. You know, we have so few bell cow running backs in the NFL right now. And 
you know, yeah, that first round and first two rounds of any draft are, are super deep. To me, if you're talking about a best ball draft, you gotta you gotta grab that that position that's going to prove to be the, the most high risk for injuries as the season continues. So if you bulk up on these top high end running backs, then later on in the season, if you lose one or you lose two you still have plenty of, of, of backup coverage there that you're not worried about, you know, whether or not this guy's going to get the touches. You already know he's going to get the touches. And while maybe five out of six weeks he's not better than your first two running backs, but if one of your first two running backs gets hurt, at least you know that you've got some strong stability still at the position. So another position I wanted to ask you about is the quarterback spot. So how are you approaching that in these best ball leagues? Are you going to go ahead and get one of the elite guys early, or are you going to wait and take a couple guys, or maybe even I've seen this in some drafts too where, where guys wait really late and take four quarterbacks and just hope one hits each week and they wait on those picks. But how, how are you going to approach the quarterback spot in the best ball league? Well, I think this is – very much ties into my philosophy on wide receivers um, because for me, for wide receivers, uh, unless you're getting like one of those top guys like DeAndre Hopkins, like Antonio Brown, uh, yeah, you want to lock one of those guys down early enough, but rather than because in basketball you don't have to make those continuous decisions based on cornerback matchups and game flow and this and that, what I find myself doing a lot more uh, with my wide receivers, like, yeah, like one really great one inside my first year picks, and then I tend to, to wait a little while, um, and then I just start bulking up on the wide receivers, so I'll finish off a draft with, like, eight or nine guys because I know that if you look at the draft master's uh, roster construction, you're only starting two. Yeah, there's a flex, but you're only starting two wide outs. So if I draft seven, eight, nine wideouts who are all kind of like in that mid-tier, then I basically only need two of them to hit each week. So I'll play the percentages there. What that's affording me to do is to take a Deshaun Watson in the fifth round, take Aaron Rodgers in the fourth round. I'm, you know, I'm going running back heavy, and I know I'm going to be hitting that wide receiver position pretty heavily in a couple of rounds. But if it means grabbing a guy like, like Rodgers or Brady, um, I don't feel like I'm sacrificing that much as opposed to in a seasonal league where I'm a little bit more concerned about who my starting wide receivers are, and then I'll wait on the quarterback. So I think that's a great, part, a great point about these best ball drafts and the strategy is that it, it does kind of encourage you to, to make that, that high-end pick. And, you know, you do it kind of with the, the tight end position too. I'll take an Aaron Rodgers or a Travis Kelsey um, nice and early, much earlier than I will in a seasonal league uh, because I just want to make sure I'll lock down one of these elites at one of these positions where I feel like, yeah, you know what, most people are going to wait on this spot. So I haven't heard you mention kickers and defenses yet, and that's something I would never – probably talk about in a podcast for any uh, any league, but in this league, I just wanted to know, get your thoughts on kickers and defenses. Are you going to draft them any differently than the standard league? We know we have to get two because you have to start one each week, or I mean, I guess you could take one if you really wanted to 
uh, load up on other positions. But for the most part, you're going to take two of each. I mean, how do you think owners should approach these positions? Is it any different? Do you want to go much earlier than those last few rounds for kickers and defenses? Well, I actually, it's kind of funny. For kickers, no. For kickers, I, I can see just kind of waiting till the back end. Uh, you know, see a lot of, see a guy like Greg Zerline, who last year um, was dominant, was probably better, more consistent than, than most wide receiver threes on a lot of fantasy teams. Um, but, you know, obviously things change from year to year, so I tend to, to look and I say, okay, well, the Rams are improving right now, and you could get a, a lot more extra points as opposed to uh, field goals. So for kickers, for me, I tend to leave them till the very end. Defense is definitely a little bit more interesting. Like, I was in a, I was in a draft master draft last Friday that we broadcast on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio, and somebody took the Jacksonville Jaguars within the 10th round. I think, I mean, it stunned a ton of people about that. But if you're looking at this defense and you're looking at how strong it is and you look and see what it did last year, it might behoove you to actually take a defense a little earlier than you normally would. Now, if you leave it to the last four rounds of a draft, um, you could end up with slim pickings because you're going to end up on a on a run somewhere and you might not get your guy or your, your team defense for that matter. So I'm willing to, to go slightly early. Not trades early, but I'm talking like if, if the Jags are available, I think the Chargers defense. Um, if one of those guys, I think the Broncos defense as well. If it's one of those defenses, I could sit there and say if it's a 20-round draft and I'm looking around uh, round 13 or 14, um, I would pick a defense a little earlier there. I would take the one and then – you know, just wait on my second one until much later on. But, again, like with the, the quarterbacks and the tight ends, if you want to go a little bit early just so that you can lock down an elite, I don't see anything wrong with that. That kind of goes into my next question I wanted to ask you. you. You know, you said getting Kelsey or Rodgers earlier, you have no problem with that at those positions. So, Overall, though, the, the strategy-wise, do you, you want to play it safer in these best ball leagues, or are you going to take more risks, take more, uh, make more picks maybe uh, outside the box than maybe the what the current uh, draft where players are getting drafted? I should say. I kind of like playing it a little safer in best ball, given okay. the number of injuries that you've got in uh, in, in the NFL. Um, and just how much a, a, a series of injuries can devastate your lineup in best ball. I mean, think about, think about all the guys who used the seventh-round pick on Hunter Henry uh, three months ago when they first started drafting best ball. Like, all of a sudden, those teams are, are getting crushed right now because you took that, that high pick of a tight end and uh, and kind of got screwed. Now, listen, that's, that's more of the, uh, the, the aberration than it is the norm, but... In a seasonal league, I'd be more inclined to to draft a, a Jordan Reed or a Tyler Eifert and then back them up later on in the draft with a Vernon Davis or a Tyler Cross just so I could lock down the position on that team. In best ball, uh, I actually prefer not to do that. If I if I have the sneaking suspicion that our good friend Rob Gronkowski is only going to play five weeks out of 16-week season, well, I just I don't even need to bother with that. I would much rather get the uh, the, the 
broader opportunity, cast a wider net of guys who can play 16 games a year as opposed to people who I'm expecting to be younger. So you kind of answered my next question as well a little bit with some of the players you mentioned, but, you know, like in a best ball baseball league, you know, certain players carry a little more value because of their position flexibility, so you kind of want to target those guys later, or if you're speculative looking at a player that could get saves or something along those lines. But what about in football? Are there any specific player targets that you were uh, going after in best ball leagues, guys that stand out to you like, hey, I I think I want to take a chance on that guy in the middle of the later rounds of the draft. I know you've done some drafts already. Anybody standing out to you that you like to go for in these best ball formats? Um, I mean, I, I don't think I have. I mean, my, you know, in the middle rounds, it's it's definitely it's a matter. In the middle rounds in best ball, I'm I'm usually uh, dogging these wide receivers for the most part, and I'm and I'm going after. A number of guys. Now, certain guys in the wide receiver range who I find are, are appearing to me a little bit more regularly. I mean, I would say guys like um, Chris Hogan, Cooper Cup, uh, even maybe Randall Cobb. Those are guys who, you know, I take a look at and I think, okay, these, these guys could end up being pretty strong target monsters on their team. Uh, and, I, and I tend to kind of steer that way for those middle rounds. Um, as far as like early on or, you know, even late in the draft, early on, <laughs> I've kind of, I've kind of been really just, uh, hanging my hat on the, the Houston Texans at this point because I am making that early move for Deshaun Watson in the fifth round. And I'm usually hoping that I can pair him up with either, uh, Will Fuller or DeAndre Hopkins, depending on where I am in the draft and who's available to me. Because I think that in a best ball format, if you've got that kind of a QB wide receiver tandem, that's really going to be able to click through. And I'll do it even with like I'll take a, a Stephon Diggs in the in the third round and as like my top wide receiver there. I'll leave the wide receiver position alone, but I'll make sure that I'm targeting Kirk Cousins later on in that draft. I feel like you know you talk about that in the seasonal league where everybody's like, "Wow, you're so reliant on." You know, one team, I kind of like that in a best ball format. I like that QB wide receiver tandem and just really just try and bulk up on points. I feel like Deshaun Watson, uh, Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins, or even if you talk about Cousins and Stephon Diggs, that has the potential. Do you remember when it was like, when we were all excited about Donovan McNabb and Terrell Owens and that Eagles tandem there was just, I mean, that was money in the bank for fantasy owners, and I kind of feel like we're looking at a couple of situations this year where it could, we could see that repeat. Totally agree, Howard. This has uh, been great stuff. I think you helped get everybody ready for the best ball league that they're going to start drafting here, and I know they've done a lot already, but now they're even more ready for the drafts in the coming weeks. And if you want to hear more strategy talk from Howard again, he's on Sirius XM Fantasy Radio. You can hear him Monday through Friday. 4 to 6 Eastern Time on the Fantasy Alarm Show. He's also on Sunday nights from 7 to 10 Eastern Time on Fantasy Sports Tonight. And you can catch him doing live streams on Facebook and also check out all his great content on FantasyAlarm.com. Howard, thanks again for being with me. Really appreciate it. Oh, Thanks so much, Jeff. Always a pleasure to join you here. And I will say this, uh, beginning next week, 
which Jim and I have decided that we are going to do an on-air draft masters at RC Sports uh, weekly. So if you want to get in on a best ball draft, uh, follow me on Twitter, at RotoBuzzGuy. Listen to the show from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. Uh, for your cue to get that link that we're going to send out to everybody um, and get you in there. It's best ball, baby. Let's do it. Awesome, Howard. That's great stuff. You always do a great job of uh, getting your listeners and followers interactive and involved in all your leagues, and that's great. And I think everybody loves that. So give them a follow on Twitter again, at rotobuzz.com, and get in on those best ball leagues. Thanks, Howard, again for being on. Appreciate it. We'll do it again soon. All right. Sounds great, Jeff. Thanks very much. And that was my interview with Howard Bender of Fantasy Alarm. I want to thank Howard for being a great guest on the show and helping you get ready for all of your best ball leagues. Again, if you want to sign up for a best ball league on real-time fantasy sports, go to rtsports.com and click on the Draftmasters link to sign up for a best ball league today. This has been Jeff Power for Real-Time Fantasy Sports. Have a great day. 